Welcome to Talk on CFRC 101.9 FM and CFRC.ca. I'm your host, Timmy G, providing your weekly dose of insight and inspiration for mental and emotional well-being. Are you ready for your weekly brain bath? Let's go. I am and I have many quotes. Sparkjoy's back. Hey! <laughs> ah. We're working on another good time. another satellite Not program time. from Asia. It'll be called Sparking Joy. Time. But today we have Sparkjoy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Off I mean, thank cu- you for allowing me to be here. Off the cuff, the adventures of Sparkjoy. We have a lot to cover in the next 45 minutes. It's been a whirlwind of a weekend for you. And you. And... We're going to begin with Friday. So, part of the theme today is a philosopher called Epictetus. And I think he wrote that song, We're Here for a Good Time. Yes. We're here for a good time. Greek Stoic philosopher who is responsible for the drum beat we're listening to right now. Okay. We're here for a good time. So, who wrote that song? Was it that was? Or maybe it was a Pictetus, but Pictetus. Yeah. So Friday night adventures on Friday begin with your chapters experience, the movement of chapters, how that's affected you personally, and some information about this great book that you've bought. Yeah. Well, so chapters is moving. Your favorite chapters. Chapters is moving. Um, to yeah, from like on Princess Street, it's moving over to a little further on Princess Street to the mall. So that's kind of kind of an interesting change of what's going on. And it's gonna, in a way, it's kind of sad because I love the old the the ambiance of of the chapters with the Starbucks there and the comfy chairs and just the books are right there and you can just pick up a book and go sit down and have a coffee and read the book and put the book back in the shelf and and just meet a lot of great people. It just got this vibe about it. It's a great place. It's been there for about 20, 30 years. I'm not exactly mm. sure how long. It's been there for quite a while. And now it's closing and moving to a new location. But it's going to be okay. It's going to be the start of a, to forgive the pun or whatever, a new chapter. Mm. <laughs> right? But initially when you learned it was moving, new you chapters. were feeling a little bit of sense, sense of loss. Sense of loss. A little sad. Now I'm over it because just realize, you know, why be, get hung up on that? Enjoy being there for the time that I have, uh, and but look forward to the adventures of the new place. It's still going to be good. They're still going to have books. They're, gonna, they're still going to have coffee. They're still going to people are still going to be there. There's going to be new opportunities. It's a new adventure, and it's life. We have to embrace change uh, every day. So. Let it be a habit. Let it be part of who we are to look forward to change as opposed to being fearful of it, as opposed to trying to deny it or to say that I don't not, I don't have to change. This doesn't have to change. Why does it have to change? Just accept the truth, the reality that change is inevitable. And like that photograph that I took last week, change tables are inevitable. Change tables are inevitable. Change, it's, my new, it's my new thing that I'm working on, my new project. Change is inevitable. Change tables are inevitable. <laughs> there will always be more babies, right? Change is inevitable. Change tables are inevitable. Are inevitable. What do you think of that? The new slam. Like that, that's like, like if Epictetus, if he was here today, that there's, would have been one of his stoic philosophy and philosophers, quote. There's wisdom in tables. that. There is. So let's back up for a minute, though, because you didn't always feel joyous about the change and have a positive perspective. I think this theme is an important one because a lot of people, myself included, we get going on a certain track in life and we naturally, we need certainty, we need a sense of security in our lives. The challenge is, is that once we continue, we begin to rely on life showing up in a very prepackaged box of expectations that we're used to seeing, we're used to knowing exactly how that's supposed to look and feel when it comes into our lives, and then suddenly things stop showing up that way, there's a change, and a lot of us get, depending on the emotional intensity of what that situation is for us, we get stuck, and we often 
have a really hard time allowing ourselves to flow with the change, grieve that loss, and move into the next state of being, which is accepting and, and moving into creating great memories with the new. So at what point in your thinking about this, even just this experience of the chapters changing locations, at what point did you, how did you decide that you were going to go from, I'm really not happy about this, to, you know what, I'm going to learn to accept this. Like, how did you make that, how did you create a bridge there? I'm not even 100% sure when or how, but I think it's just been part of a growth process for me, um, reading a lot of you know, trying to read some some interesting poetry and some uh, interesting uh, authors' uh, ways of looking at things, and mm -hmm. and, uh, and just my own self, just my own way of of um, of dealing with my own feelings and and uh, and just enjoying life and and seeing the truth in of being in the moment and uh, allowing whatever allowing whatever to happen. Um, occur without it affecting who we really are and, and allowing ourselves to be that person that we are and holding on to that as opposed to holding on to things that we don't have any external control of. Mm. We have, we have the, so much ability within ourselves um, that we have choices, we have so much power. We can make, we can, like to use somebody else's verbiage, we can manifest we manifest our own happiness. We manifest what our, um, our future can look like by the choices we make by how we want to live. And so part of that is to look at change and say, no, I'm not going to look at it in a negative aspect. I'm going to try to find good in this. And there is good. There's good in all things. That goes back to, you know, we talked a bit about Mother Teresa. That was how she lived her life as well. She's, she looked at to see the good, for us to look at the good in where, where there is none, in the slums of, of India. There is good there. There's so much good there. She was able to see that. Mm. There's an infinite amount of goodness around us if we just open our eyes to see it. <laughs> Think of this quote, Pictetus. I like this quote. It kind of speaks to what you just said, but it's it's a different angle. <laughs> Wealth consists not in having great possessions, but in having few wants. What a great! And I think Epictetus was one of the first drummers. He, like I think he he was like he was the first drummer original. for the for the Stones, the Rolling Stones, way back in the twenty eighth BC. They called him OD, original drummer. Original drummer for the Stones. Anyway, like because with a name like Epictetus, it's gotta have a it. Just drum. works. That's what it was. Yeah. So it was born out of that sound. His yeah. name. Yeah. So share your your thinking on that quote. Wealth consists not in having great possessions, but in having few wants. Well, I think this is so relevant because. Culturally, turn on any television or check out the internet, I mean, so much of the message out there is you can have anything you want, you should have anything you want. Commercials are constantly telling us, you deserve this, you worked hard for this. While there's truth to some of that, I think the underbelly of this is we need to learn how to be content and happy and satisfied like he's saying, not in seeking more, 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 but in the wisdom of being content with not even less, but just what's in front of us. Because I think it's a dead end. A lot of people are pursuing success in a possessions-based mentality that that's what success is. You should have a bigger home. You should have more vehicles and that that validates your worth. And I think that's a lie. I think it's a misconception. I think it's dangerous. And I think it misleads a lot of people down a path that they spend a good chunk of their life pursuing the accumulation of possessions, thinking that that's wealth and success, only to get to a certain point and realize that it's been an, somewhat of an empty pursuit and they've got to chart off in a new direction. You live and you learn, you grow. Um, but I think that's a beautiful quote.
And this this quote too, I want to share it. And maybe you can comment on this. Let's this go, but let's go back yeah. to that quote. Let's, go ahead. Let's just stay there for a minute. Because yeah. I, I love that. Because, you know, as far as possessions and go, we have, there's, there's an infinite amount that we have in front of us to possess. But the reality is what? We only have this moment. We are only in this moment. Where is this, this moment? Right now, I'm here with you. So I could own... A thousand cars. I could own a thousand houses, but would I be able to enjoy all those possessions that are stored up in this moment? No. I can only one at a time, right? Or whatever's within my grasp, whatever's here within my within my space in my moment right now. I can have the thoughts. I can think. I can be thinking, well, I have all these cars. Well, the reality is, you can even think that I have all these cars, even if you don't have them. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you, sure. can't, you can't actually use all these cars at the same time. Right. So, the lie is, as far as accumulation, you don't need to have all these things even to necessarily enjoy them. You can only enjoy one thing at a time or, anyway, whatever's in your moment. And there's so much to be gained from that moment, the preciousness of just a conversation with another person. And you own that moment if you allow yourself to be just to enjoy that moment and mm. not get stuck on, well, you know, in your mind thinking back on how I just, you know, I, I missed my opportunity to gain all this wealth or I missed messed this up. Or I'm thinking about all these things that I'm going to gain in the future. No, be, be in the moment. So there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of wisdom in, in that. There's a lot of teaching. There's a lot of even different religions that talk about being in the moment. But it is so true to be thankful and be who you are in the moment. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, becomes, it becomes yours. It's, it's incredible. Uh, can, I, can I share can yeah. I share something that I've written on, on the creative creativity and, and being in the moment kind of? Spark joy is a poet. Sparking Joy, the Asian uh, iteration of Spark Joy, is also will be a poet. And which piece of poetry, there's a couple that Spark Joy is going to share today. Which one is coming up right now? It's called Amazing Creation. And it just be, oh, I've never heard this one. I know, you haven't. Uh, so we're doing it, three today, because there's two other ones that I want to hear. It just comes to mind about this about possessions and, owning, and being in the moment and owning that moment. Yes. And... Um, so, amazing creation. Written by Sparkjoy. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how the amazing, sorry, oh, how the same amazing creation can look so different when light embraces it in different ways. New colors emerge. When the light hides, shadows appear, and this amazing creation takes on yet a different hue exposing its true grace and humility. It somehow appears so different, but its uniqueness remains intact. Only different shades of light have come and gone to display an array of life in color. It's like a special evening at the theater where in each new scene there has been a change in costume and set, yet the actors remain the same. Elaborate, stunning, visual beauty, each scene different, telling a unique and satisfying story, each one building on the other, each one important in order to grasp the whole story. The more time you take to focus on the detail, the more insight you gain, the more this amazing creation allows you to better grasp what it really is trying to tell you, trying to show you its intrinsic value, its necessary, its necessary place in the universe. It belongs here, and it belongs in this moment. And if you choose to allow it, it belongs to you in this moment. It's saying, I'm yours. Enjoy my beauty. My gift is myself to you. That amazing creation is so many things all at once. 
It is the mountains, the trees, the rivers, the birds. The list is endless. It is also those things created by people and continuing to be created because each person has the ability, the gift within, to create. But especially, it is you. You are that amazing creation. Now let me ask you, what is that amazing creation to you? It's beautiful. I've said this before. You're a great writer, and you are a poet, and you may be, maybe you are a Greek Stoic philosopher. I don't know, but it's... No, it's, you got some powerful words. I want to share this quote, and then I want you to read your your the segment you wrote on laughter. So this is from Epictetus, oh. the Greek Stoic philosopher. He wrote, I think I'm paraphrasing, but he who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh right. at. It's so Just great, not taking yourself too seriously, yeah. going with the flow. You recently wrote a piece of poetry. Oh, I did, right. On laughter, and I love it. Share it with us. Okay, okay, let me just find it. Um, yeah, that's so true, and we, we all need laughter. Laughter is, just to, just to save, well, to repeat an old line, you know, it's the best, it's, it's such good medicine, yeah. but it, it is so true. It's so healthy, it's refreshing, it allows us to let go. When we're laughing, we can't really hold on to. Uh, like pain lets go. Like we're not, we don't feel pain when we're laughing. Like it's kind right. of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Think about when you're when you're laughing. Did you actually were you able to feel pain? I don't know. Maybe when you laugh so hard till it hurts. Like mm -hmm. anyway, laughter is so important. It allows you to fully let go and just enjoy. And, and so if we can laugh at ourselves, that's the that's the spark. That's the beginning of laughter in itself. And we because we're not perfect. We 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 we're created. Um, individually, but we, you know, we can laugh at ourselves, which is which is so good. So anyway, yeah, I wrote this just a, a little po little poem where I was exposed to laughter, and it just it just it was just shown to me how beautiful it is and how much I really enjoyed it. And uh, well, you're looking for that for anybody just just tuning in. I'm going to play the original drum beat back from. Um, well, this is this is Epictetus. His name was born out of the sound of this drumbeat. That's what we think anyway. That's what we want to believe. That Epictetus, this drum sound is the representation of Epictetus. Did you find, did you find it? I'm working on it, I'm working on you got, it. You got a lot, you carrying around a lot of hardware these days. Got a lot of hardware. In 2017, CFRC Radio celebrates 95 years of creating Campus Community Radio in Kingston, Ontario. Over the last 95 years, CFRC's governance has evolved. Once supervised by Queen's University and later by Queen's Alma Mater Society, since 2014, CFRC has been an independent, self-governing, not-for-profit organization. Its board of directors has representation from Queen's University, the AMS and SGPS, CFRC Radio Club, and the Kingston Community. Learn more about CFRC, Canada's longest-running campus and community radio station at cfrc.ca. Telephone Aid Line Kingston is a crisis, distress, befriending, and information listening service based in Kingston. Talk is confidential, non-judgmental, and anonymous. We are a safe place to call when you don't know where to turn. To reach our aid line between 7 p.m. and 3 a.m., call 613-544-1771. For volunteering information, please email talkrecruitment at gmail.com. Laughter. I love your laugh. I love your laughter. I love to hear laughter two tables away and three tables away and behind the counter, and all at once. And quiet, and then laughter. And then noise, and then laughter. And cars, and fans, and rustling, and opening squeaky doors, and then laughter. That's, That's awesome. That's it. <laughs> it just, yeah, laughter's awesome. Just, I love it. I love just, the way you capture 
your words and so to be in a restaurant and, and when I, where I was inspired, I was just again I was at I was at uh, I was at Starbucks at the chapters uh, Starbucks there. Um, Do you have shares in that location? I wish I did. <laughs> They're happy. I don't know. Anyway, I, I, so you just be in any situation, and you just allow yourself in that moment, and you just just tune in to what your surroundings are. And I happened to be there myself, so I wasn't in a conversation with other people. Mm. But I was just enjoying being there. I was doing a little bit of reading, but then I'd hear noise, and I could be. I could be distracted by that. A lot of people can be distracted going into a noisy restaurant and say, this restaurant's way too noisy. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be in a quiet place. And that's okay. People like different things. Mm-hmm. But you maybe hear some noise and then then it dies down and you hear something else. And then all of a sudden, two tables away, you hear laughter and you think, wow, that sounded really good. And then you wonder, what are they laughing at? You know, They're obviously happy. They're having a good time. And then the laughter stops and then... You still continue your thing, and then you hear noise, and they're wrestling, and maybe they're grinding coffee, or something else is going on, and and then somebody you hear laughter somewhere else, maybe further away, or maybe closer, mm. and and then you hear more other noises, more things, you hear other stuff, and then and all of a sudden you hear laughter, various tables all at once. It's almost like stereo. You hear, and you and your your ear and your mind are able to sense the distance between how far you are away from that laughter. Mm. It's like any sound. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful when you think about it, how complex we are made, that we can, our brains can distinguish how far away tells us. So that's about two tables away. That laugh, even if you have close your eyes, you can tell basically how far away that noise is. Mm. And you're allowed to perceive that. And so you hear all this noise from, or laughter from different sections all at once. And it's a beautiful thing. And then quiet and then noise and, and just that the contrast between the laughter and other sounds and mm. just enjoying all the sounds so beautiful that one of our one of our uh, um, uh, what's that called one of our one of our senses yes senses. one of our like, senses like sight sound and you know touch and all the beautiful gifts that we're given so Friday night was jazz night Friday night was jazz night tell us a bit, hug lady tell us oh, about your experience with hug lady, lady. Well, that was that was after that was after uh, after jazz night uh, ended, and I was meeting some other people, chatting. So this was already like a little. Maybe you should tell us about your experience before Hugley, because that was at the end of the night. The the bartender you that you met that you had just a really neat experience with. Yeah, I just had a, a great connection. I had just noticed that during the night, the jazz night, that this lady, this this bartender, was just being so kind to everyone. She was so welcoming, but she was kind in particular to the band that was playing there. And they were having a, you know, it was not an easy night to be a musician in in that location. It was the upstairs at, uh, at, at Sir John A. Pub. Because downstairs there was another musician playing and nothing against him. He sounded pretty good. Uh, he was, it was just an individual guy uh, with a guitar. The thing is, the sound from downstairs carried all the way upstairs, and so it was interfering with the jazz sound. So you could hear both mixes, and they weren't playing the same tune. So it was a, it wasn't a it was an interesting mix, but some people didn't necessarily like it, and uh, and so it was it was a struggle. I, I spoke to some of the band members; they were struggling with trying to to stay focused as well because they were playing something and they were hearing this guy. Sure, yeah. Songs. Um, but I still enjoyed being up there. I still enjoy the jazz, and you just. You know, you focus on what you want. And kind of like this, the, the poem on the laughter. You know, you hear this sound here, this sound here, and then you just allow it all to just blend together and just take what take some goodness out of that. Just enjoy that. Enjoy that moment of, of being there in the sound. So you notice this bartender, this woman, who's being yeah. very kind to people. Right. You approach her. So at the end of the night, I went to pay my bill uh, for my... It was hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Of, I had like a million beers... <laughs> I had one beer and I just nursed it there like I always do. Um, and anyway, uh, so I, I went to pay the bill and I just I just said, well, as I was waiting for the, you know, the machine to, to work, whatever, I just commented to her. I said, that was really nice of you. I noticed that you, you, um, you complimented the singer and you complimented the musician. And, and so she shared with me, well, that's, that's who I am. That's what I like to do. That's... I make a point of complimenting at least three people every day. And I thought, wow, way to go. And I didn't just think that. I said that. I said, 
way to go. That's exactly how I want to be. I want to be like you. You're my hero. Mm-hmm. We need more of you. We need more people like you to, uh, to consciously make an effort to make someone else's day. And she told a story about how she was, you know, inspired by her grandmother who sang or hummed every day and was humming hymns and seemed like she had a really nice relationship with this with her grandmother because she just beamed a big smile when she talked about her mm-hmm. and how quick she was to share that kind of an intimate experience with her grandmother growing up so that was really cool and um, and then I asked her well you know what is what's your passion and that's what it was she said my passion is to be kind to people and wow we need more of people we, we do need more people like that and uh, um, mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing her again. So, like, if I'm feeling down, that's the person I want to bump into because I know she's going to compliment something. She's going to say something nice. Yeah. And how nice it is for us to hear somebody say something nice. Certainly for me, I love to hear people complimenting other people, but I love people saying nice thing to me. To say hi, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Your, your shoes or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Just be nice to people and be kind and support them where they're at. So, at what point? Do you run into Hug Lady? Oh, right. And this is the second time that you've come across Hug Lady. Did you remember that you had met her when you saw her Friday night? Yeah. yeah you did, okay. Saw. So after that brief encounter with, um, with, the, with the beautiful lady there at the, uh, at the pub, the, the bartender, so I left there, and it was a beautiful night, and so I just walk around downtown, um, what time of the night is it approximately? I don't, well, they, they finished at 10 o'clock and I, started, I stayed to chat a bit longer to finish my beer also, talk with some of the band members. So it was probably like closer to maybe 11 okay. when I left there. I like times. I like knowing where I'm at in the night. <laughs> like it matters. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I like it. But anyway. 11 o'clock, you head out. So I had no down straight downtown and uh, towards Confederation Park. I love the downtown, the lights and the, the waterfalls and the, the just people walking around and, and the warmth of, of a summer evening and the vibe of the downtown, people coming and going, going into restaurants, going into pubs. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of cool just to be part of that scene. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went down to Confederation Park and I bumped into a lady and she's just left this dance thing that had just happened at Confederation Park and she was saying, you just missed it. And I said, well, what did I just miss? Well, there was this you know, beautiful singing and there are music and dancing. And, and, um, and I said, oh, that sounds really interesting. And, and so we talked for a little bit. And then the lady that had just been running it, had just been leading this dancing um, there, came up towards us. And I immediately recognized her because she had a sign that says free hugs. She's the free hug lady. And many, many people from Kingston may have bumped into her. I bumped into her over a year ago, and that was the first time I had met her, and I hadn't seen her since. And this was in Confederation Park about a year ago, a little little more than a year ago. And it was very refreshing to see. I saw this sign from a distance as I was walking towards there. I was on my way to walk to listen to some jazz that night. Mm -hmm. And I see this sign in the distance, this this person holding the sign, free hugs. And I had been having a bad day. I remember in particular I was having a bad day that day. And I thought, you know what, I need a hug. No one's hugged me today. I need a hug. So I'm going to go up to that person and I'm going to take her up on this free hug offer. Mm -hmm. So I did. And I got a beautiful warm hug, brief encounter, brief moment to connect. I thanked her for the hug and I thought nothing of it. I just went to my night and I felt better. I felt better after the hug, like hugs often do. And I hadn't seen her since. Uh, over a year goes by, and then I see her this Saturday night or Friday night, whenever that was, Friday night, and um, and I immediately recognize her. you're the you're the lady I got a hug from last year, the same sign, and and so then we strike up a conversation, and just what a beautiful, beautiful person she is. She's passionate about what she does. She has this gift in her of giving, and what she gives is hugs, and she also leads this music, so she does some dancing, so so people are welcome to come up and. And just be free, just to move with the flow of music. And she carries this this equipment with her. She doesn't have anybody to help her, typically. Uh, has it in a backpack, a big speaker, so that the sound of the music that she's playing can be heard. She has flags or something, too, right? She has too, flags, right? so she waves flags. And it's in the 
there's kind of like a uh, pavilion there, Confederation Park. That's where yeah. it's at. I didn't see it. I haven't seen that part. I miss. I had just missed the dancing. But this other lady was explaining it to me, and then I see her with all this equipment, this backpack, and she's it's heavy. <laughs> like she's she's carrying this stuff. She's a young lady um, in her twenties, probably, and uh, just talking about how passionate she is about this. And she wants, you know, she this is what she does. She just continues to do it, and she's fearless. She just this is what she wants to do, um, and uh, this is what gives her joy. And it's giving to the community. And she was, she was saying that she was going to be interviewed by CKWS the next week. So she maybe already already has been on mm. uh, on TV. So she's becoming becoming known. I don't know how many hugs she's given out, but I would expect a lot. And and what a blessing! We need people like that, you know, just to be, not to be afraid to reach out, to offer something that's good for the community, good for people. Mm. Some people might be. Uh, hesitant, some people might immediately think, "Well, what does she want?" You know, you're giving hugs, but what's the what's the catch here? Mm -hmm. Are you trying? You want me to buy something from you? You want? What do you want in return for me? Nothing. I just want to give you a free hug. I just want to make your day. Mm -hmm. There are people like that, but we can be so suspicious of people's motives. I think we prevent yeah. us from from experiencing true joy, experiencing life. It's so true. I think a lot of us, I know myself, speak from my own experience, but I, I witness it in other people too, become so guarded over the years because, you know, oftentimes whether you're watching uh, a show or you're in a certain place and, and somebody's trying to sell you something that that you become very suspicious of people's intentions and be and suspicious of people's motives and you you can begin to feel just like you're um, the target for product sales and and you're not a necessarily human being you're there just to just to be sold to and I think that there's and we can get distracted by that and, and forget or, or not be open to experiences of genuine people who are there just to give of their time and their energy and their passion and their love with absolutely no expectation. It's not even a part of any of the equation of their experience or what they're about in that moment. Exactly. They're just there to be giving of themselves without expectation that you're going to do anything other than maybe be kind back. And um, what a great example this lady is. Yeah. The hug lady. Unbelievable. Free hugs. We're going to play a song right now because it's important to play music. And this is David Wilcox. This this song reminds me of uh, Spark Joy's ventures because he just goes to so many different places and, and discovers so many different things. And no matter where he is, it's like the he creates activity in any corner that he's in. So this is David Wilcox, Canadian musician with downtown came uptown you're listening to talk on cfrc 101.9 fm and on the web cfrc.ca spark joe you want to say something yeah well i just say well that, that this came up at uh at that pub with another individual that i was talking to a musician and we were talking about jazz musicians we were talking about good guitarists and and so this guy was trying to think of this guy's name uh, I was talking to him, he was trying to think of David Wilcox's name. He couldn't think of him, think, couldn't think of him. So I'm trying to think of him too, because as he was describing him, I, I knew who he was talking about, because David Wilcox used to play in, at the uh, university, in the, in the pubs at the university when I was mm. going there back in, when was it, when I was with school with Epictetus, Epictetus yes. back in 20 BC. We did, <laughs> you know, we did university together. And, uh, and so uh, David Wilcox was playing there then as well, and uh, just, just a very unique performer. Just gave everything he had. Amazing guitarist, but his facial expressions were like really, really interesting. And, uh, and so finally he, he remembered the guy's name, and so that just triggered back memories for me back to university days. So that's the story of playing with David Wilcox. Today. Awesome. So thank you for bringing back some good memories. Here it is. I used to wear jeans. I mean, Italian slacks. I had long shaggy hair It's cut short and slicked back I drank three dollar wine Now it's cocktails at two Because downtown came uptown for you I used to think that coke 
came in a bottle or can. Silk underwear wasn't right on a man. Hush puppies and sneakers. Now it's alligator shoes. Because downtown came uptown for you. Well, you told me that you loved me. Said I could be your man. Ah, but then you said I had no more style than a rat in a garbage can. So you took me uptown. You made your driver wait. Taught me how to eat snails and caviar on a plate. No more sitting in the alley with the boys drinking booze. Because downtown came uptown for you. My manicure's at five French lesson at six Oh, don't tell me you can't Teach a dog new tricks I'm going out on the town My friends are spreading the news Because downtown came uptown for you I said downtown came uptown for you Darling, downtown that was David Wilcox, Downtown Came Uptown on CFRC 101.9 FM. You're listening to Talk. Today I have Spark Joy. We've featured Spark Joy before, a newer segment, Off the Cuff, slash The Adventures of Spark Joy. <laughs> so much goes on in Spark Joy's life in a 48 hour period. Um, <laughs> So where are we at? We've got like 10 minutes and we have other things to cover. So Saturday, Saturday you go to Embassy Cafe. Saturday. What was that you were asking? Saturday you go to Embassy Cafe. Embassy Cafe. We might fast forward a little bit past this, not because I'm going to do more justice to it in another segment. Sure, but yeah, let's do that. Because there's things that happened Sunday at Skeleton Park. You oh, went yeah. to the festival. Yeah, the festival. I met your boss. <laughs> Dinah J at Dinah. CFRC, the, the station manager. Woo, what a great lady. And Ninja... Oh, yeah. Rap guy. Ninja rap guy. From you me. run into Ninja the Rap Voices. guy. Yeah, because uh, Open Voices uh, had a great concert not too long ago that we both at. As you know, you had the kids there, and I met a couple of other great ladies. Yes. Uh, Full transparency. Great. My wife is in the Open Voices yeah. choir performing group, and they did a show recently at the kids Grand Theater. The if kids rule, if kids could rule the world. Yes. And during that performance, one of the members of the group. Uh, he's now affectionately known as Ninja Rap Guy. Did a rap on stage as part of the performance, and you saw. Most, yeah, and probably the most um, appreciated part of the show, or like the kids loved it. Everybody loved it. Yeah, I was right into it, and he was spot on. With, he was good with doing the rap, which is not easy to do. It's not no. easy to hit the words in the right in the right beat, and to like so much and to remember all these words too. Like it's a it's a full dissertation. I don't know. It's a monologue of quite large proportions to be able to go through it is and to hit the beats did a great job so skeleton park sunday you run into ninja rap guy so i know so i say i see him from a distance i say i see hey it's ninja rap guy so i go up to him yeah and it's the start it's the opening it's that crack that you want when you want to connect with people so immediately i connected with him because he's the ninja rap guy of course he didn't remember me maybe he did i don't know because I probably, during after the show, I bumped into him there too. Anyway, so I go up to him, you're the ninja rap guy. And so we start talking. And then he started sharing with me that, you know what? Rap has been a pretty big part of his life lately. He doesn't, he's not a rapper by, you know, that's not a, he's actually, I believe he's a professor. Um, 
I don't know his whole story. We only connected for a few minutes because he had to go someplace. But he shared the story very briefly that how rap has been a big part of his life lately. He sang the rap in the initial show, the Open Voices show, and then the following week he did an encore presentation at the, they did a little coffee house at a different venue. <clears throat> and then, even more recent than that, he shared a story how there was a situation in his house which could have been out of control if not for rap. And I don't know exactly 100%, but the way I understood it is he was listening to rap, either maybe one of his kids was playing rap, or maybe he was playing it, and somehow it led him to discover that his basement was flooding. So I think maybe the, the rap was going on in the basement, and maybe he wanted to go downstairs to dance to it, or to join in, or maybe to shut it off because it was too loud. Could be anything about fill in the blanks. Anybody that's listening, just in your own mind, think about what that could mean and how that would draw you down to the basement. And when he went down there, he realized his basement's flooding. Wow. So it prevented it from flooding any worse. So he was able to fix, to sort out, stop the flooding and prevent any further damage. So he was really happy that rap saved the day. Rap saving saved the homes. Day. Since rap saved the day. It's got to be a new rap song. Rap save. Rap save. <laughs> the day. The day. So what, what is your feeling about rap in general? Is it, is it something that you've listened to over the years? Is there certain rap songs that you appreciate? Because different people that are into different genres of music often don't like other forms of music and don't, don't have a hard time developing a, a, a sense of appreciation for different genres if it doesn't fit the music that makes right. them feel good. But I think it's interesting yeah. how different music has evolved yeah. and it, it's just another way to express I think Epictetus a story. was a rapper. I think Epictetus was a rapper. I think a lot of this, these quotes, a lot of this philosophy that he had written down, he actually had it to a little beat. Those were rap that's songs? Very, that's very not well known. I'm just thinking that that's probably true. It's another thing he you want to believe. The, he's one of these, one of the original rappers. I, you know, I'm, I love the, I love the creativity in music and like, like anything in the universe, it's infinite. The possibilities are infinite. You know, there's so much music still yet to be discovered. Mm. Still so much creation yet to be discovered, kind of tying into my, uh, the, um, my poem that I wrote. There's so much more out there. It's infinite. God is infinite, mm. my belief. Mm. I believe God, that's, that's just a proof of who God is. The infiniteness, the infinity of God and the and the uh, creativity is part of that. So music is a big part of that. So there's there's so much more music that's still to be shared, still to be enjoyed. Rap is, is has its place. Do I enjoy rap? I do, but I I um, I like the positive rap side and, and, and you know like like some things there can be a negative side and I we can influence ourselves in the wrong way if we choose you know we make choices. So um, when we start listening to music that uh, is degrading to certain people or is, you know, uses more profanity than anything else, um, talks about uh, um, uh, destructive things, mm -hmm. killing, shooting, sure. then, you know, that's a big turnoff for me because what we feed our mind through music or through anything will become, you know, it's going to be there. It's going to become part of us in some subtle way and I don't want that. I don't want to be influenced in a negative way. Uh, I want to be influenced in a positive way. So there's, there's just a lot of fun, like the Ninja rap song, mm. it's a fun rap song. So rap music in general can be, it is, is, is great, but uh, I have to be careful and, um, and, I, and I think you know, that's where um, I don't agree with mm -hmm. the lyrics in a lot, of the, a lot of the songs that can be very negative and very, very degrading and very Hateful. Sure. Hateful is a word, you know, that so like a lot of things out there need to be just be careful of that and don't let that become part of who you are. Yes. Here's a fun rap song from Canadian rapper Classified. I think you're gonna enjoy this. Spark Troy, thank you for being here. My pleasure. You're listening to talk on CFRC 101.9 FM and on the web, CFRC.ca. Gentlemen, we have a new piece to try. Okay, and one. Monsieur, this piece deserves better, no? Let's try it again.
told this guy where I was from. He said, oh, Canada. Kind of laughs it off. Real funny, huh? Trans-Canada cross, patriotic and I honor with my hand on my heart From the greatest of lakes, to the greenest of greens To the rockiest mountains and everything in between Oh Canada, oh you're no fan of us Cause a movie and TV shows are so amateur Yeah we laugh it off, that don't really bother me Look, we ain't serious unless we really gotta be Humorous attitude like kids in a hall The Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, how we claiming them all It's a great white north, home of the funniest actors The front of the joke with an abundance of laughter The red and white flag, keep it high Keep it visual, people say Canada gets stereotypical Think we finish every sentence with buddy or bye And if it ain't that, it's either dude A or guy Yeah, we consider it people And smoke a marijuana, we consider it legal Still doing rap like the 1990s But that's how we like it, off-time and grimy I know where I'm from and I told you before North of America, hard to ignore Every time I go away, I tell them for sure I'm from Canada, oh, 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 Canada I've been around the globe and heard the confusion Honestly, a lot of y'all are ignorant and stupid Yes, we have microwaves, TVs, and cell phones Unintelligent, we invented the telephone We made Yahtzee, the light bulb, hockey And bred the greatest players, Gretzky to Crosby We all got at least one drink and buddy And after one drink, all of us think we're funny A national mascot's a damn beaver Oh, Canada, we love our beaver. Home of Hells Angels and RCMP. Home of Gordon Lightfoot and SCTV. The Underground Railroad. George St. Pierre right here is where we call home. A healthcare system, y'all know it's free. Keep a girl's banging with a full mouth of teeth. I won't even get into the music industry. They say hip-hop is dead. Nah, it's up north with me. I can do this all day. It's a part of my routine. But supper's almost done. And tonight, routine. Yeah, I know where I'm from and I told you before. Of America, hard to ignore. Every time I go away, I tell them for sure. I'm from Canada. Oh, 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 Canada. I'm from the East Coast of Canada. Oh, 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 oh Canada. I'm from the East, East, East Coast. <laughs> go, go, I'm from Canada. So sometimes words come over my mouth like this. Get used to it. If you like great music from the 60s and 70s and good covers, listen to Frankly Speaking, music to tickle your memory bone on Fridays at 1 p.m. on CFRC Radio. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. to hear the YGK Breakout on CFRC 101.9 FM or CFRC.ca. You'll hear from local artists, Queen's University artists, and a wide range of stories from bands in the area. Learn more about our local up-and-comers on the YGK Breakout on CFRC. Hello, I'm Tamara Cicerella, a counselor serving area residents who live with addictions or mental health concerns. Deeply committed workers like me assist people in reaching their recovery goals. On April 1st, Addictions and Mental Health Services in Kingston and Frontenac joins Lennox and Addicton in offering confidential, quality services. Addictions Mental Health Services, Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox and Addington is committed to providing the best possible services to all who need it. For more information in Kingston and Frontenac, call 613-544-1356 or in Lennox and Addington, 613-354-7388. You're listening to Talk on CFRC 101.9 FM and on the web cfrc.ca. If you want to access past episodes of Talk, simply go to the website, click on Listen, search the archives, Wednesdays, 4 p.m. As was mentioned in my 
chat with Sparkjoy. He met up with Ninja Rap Guy on Sunday at Skeleton Park. A little bit of history. Ninja Rap Guy is a gentleman named Gord who performs with the Open Voices Choir. Full transparency, my wife is also in the Open Voices Choir, and they did a recent performance at the Grand Theater called If Kids Ran the World or something to that effect. And Gord did a rap during the performance. That's how he became known as Ninja Rap Guy, how Sparkjoy identified him at the Skeleton Park Festival as Ninja Rap Guy. And here is a clip from that performance. Here is Gord, Ninja Rap Guy, performing a song by Classified, the Canadian rapper who we heard from a little bit earlier in the show with his song, Oh Canada. Here is Ninja Rap Guy. Yes, I am a ninja. And here is Canadian rapper Classified featuring David Miles with his song Inner Ninja. You're listening to Talk on CFRC 101.9 FM and on the web CFRC.ca. Fishing for it. I'm just living in a system, conditions are poor. I've been lost in the rhythm and misinformed. Too many late nights hitting the liquor store. Too many bad decisions, half ass attempts. No sweat, no fear, no blood, no tears. I go hard, and I ain't making up no excuse. I'm overdue, I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Cause you can think about a man we're supposed to lose. It ain't all picture perfect ocean views. No, I was a first class rookie, taking out bullies in my all black hoodie. Man, a mystery, you know the history. Get it or forget it, cause poof, I'm out of here. I read your way through it.
has been another edition of Talk with Timmy G on CFRC 101.9 FM and CFRC.ca. If you have any questions or feedback or would like to be featured on the show, please email me at info at timothydgauthier.com. That's info at timothydgauthier.com. Every Thursday from 7 to 8.30, I facilitate a free drop-in group called MindWell. It's a support group for anybody dealing with burnout, stress, anxiety. Again, that's every Thursday from 7 to 8.30. The address, 1111 Taylor Kidd Boulevard at St. Paul the Apostle. Until next week, be smart, be safe. This show is produced in collaboration with CFRC at Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario, with infrastructure support from Queen's Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Find more great podcasts at podcasts.cfrc.ca.